the been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. Hello and welcome to Inconceivable. I'm William. I'm Noah. I'm Kenzie. Yeah, we have not one, but two guests with us today. And our first female guest. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and the views go up. <laughs> Naturally. Even though that <laughs> most of <laughs> even though most of you are only just listening and really just yeah. But I mean like female voices are sexy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's something that we haven't had down here, but we don't have any sexy voices. <laughs> no. I beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear people like <laughs> throwing off their headphones <laughs> now. <Yeah>, <laughs> uh, Alright, well, I'll start off here, and I want to talk about... Um, I know last time I was talking about PAX East in my experience, but I want to bring up something that I've really been excited about, and that's how the U.S. is finally embracing esports as like something legitimate, especially with the start of the Overwatch League. For people who don't know, Overwatch now is a league in the U.S. where it's not just like the U.S. has a team or we have a few teams from the U.S. It's like we have cities. It's like a U.S. eSport. Yeah, mm -hmm. like it's awesome. And in fact, I think there's only like three teams, three international teams, because I know there's one from London, I know there's one from Shanghai, and I feel like I'm missing like maybe one or two more. I'm willing to bet Germany's yeah. going to show up sometime. <laughs> Visa played the Overwatch. <laughs> Overwatching. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all of the German people unsubscribe. <laughs> there goes our Look, German. I'm part German, so I can say okay, that. Okay, then it sounds. I don't speak German. I'm, I'm quarter German. Are you? Yeah. Nice. I'm French Canadian and Irish. I don't uh, fit in at all. I mean, <laughs> everything I have is like a small portion, except for Polish. That's there. Got a lot of a lot of Polish. Mm. Kielbasa runs in my veins. The first thing I thought was was um was meatballs, but then I was like, no wait, that's no, like that's Italian, Italian thing. Yeah, there's that Kielbasa too. Kielbasa's bagel sausage. <laughs> um. Anyways, wow, that went off topic real quick. Uh, so Overwatch. All right. Um. <laughs> we. So I'm I'm really excited because I went to before PAX. They were streaming the uh, the Boston game at the, one of the nearby bars, two packs. So I watched the Boston versus, um, was it? No, it was the Pennsylvania, um, no, Philadelphia Fusion team, which they're a, a, a pretty good team as well. And it was a really close game. In fact, it went into overtime. Um, and it was awesome. And like, granted, probably a little bit biased because I was in a bar full of fans and it was really hype. But like, it was awesome, and like as someone who enjoys some sports, like I do like watching football and things like that, it definitely had a lot of those same vibes, and 
What? <laughs> I don't know. That's just so weird. They're playing it in a bar. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, no, it's just like they would um like a football game. That's so cool. Yeah, that it was way awesome. More than a football game. Well, <laughs> on, the, on the TV, not yeah. like having like, the oh. teams compete in the bar. Yeah, no, like everything. Like they had it airing on all the TVs. It wasn't oh, really. Just, yeah, no, wow. it was every, yeah, it wasn't That's just awesome. like a little niche thing. Like that was everyone that was at the bar was there for the Overwatch. Because I've never seen that before. Yeah, no, it was me awesome. Either. I'm one of those people. You sit at the bar, and I'm like. Picturing two teams like duking it out, like they rented out like the back half of the bar or something. Yeah, the no. TVs and land. And this Overwatch League, by the way, it wasn't there; it was being streamed there. The Overwatch. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, okay. Yeah. yeah. The Overwatch game was happening in LA, which is currently the only stadium right now. However, all the teams will be getting their own esports stadium, and that's in progress. Nice. So Boston will have theirs, and that's really cool. So people yeah. then can go to their actual stadium, which is awesome. And I, I believe start practicing. <laughs> it's it's really. It's really hype, like, mm-hmm. and I mean that like totally non-jokingly. Like, it's it was a lot of fun to go watching. It's really made me want to get into Overwatch more because it's something that I've been very conscious of, but not like really into. You have you even tried it? No, you, tr- you haven't tried it. I don't want to try it because once I try it, then I dude, won't want to stop. Dude, that's you my gotta problem. Try it right eventually. Now. Oh no, I am. I've only played it once, and I'm like, I want to buy I've it. Played that's it like that's a the problem. Times already. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm gonna do. Is I'm gonna play it once, and like, I need to play this forever. I still have yet to play every character. I've just I played like Diva. Who, who's your main? Diva. <laughs> Usually people hate when I say that, but well, I actually refused to play her to begin with because she was pink, which sounds kind of I don't know sexist. I don't. Know. But, she got different skins. <laughs> yeah, I refused. I like refused to play. I'm like that's what all the girls want to play. So I didn't want to play her. Yeah. And you yeah. cosplayed Diva. Yeah, for I cursed the carbon fiber one though. Nice. Just nice. Kidding. Yeah. You have lots of fun doing that. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Except I forgot the face paint, but. And then, and I got to skip the, they were doing the, the thing, I think you know about it, where they had the, like, little spinning oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the green screen, the they let me skip thing, the yeah. entire line because I was in cosplay, nice. and they were like, and you can bring your friend, too, and I was like, okay, and I brought Chris in with me, and we got to do that, and it was really awkward, but it was <laughs> fun, it was really fun, and he got, like, the Genji sword, and I got the uh, D.Va gun, because I didn't make my own D.Va gun. Oh, so. gotcha, but they did have that prop there. What did, what did, the what did Chris grab? He got the uh, Genji swords. Nice. Genji, Genji sword. But, yeah. And if you're wondering, yes, that is Chris that we've had on the podcast before that we're referring to. Yeah, that's, so. that's my boyfriend. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, 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 we brought her in as a reference from Chris, if you're wondering. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so you went to Paxis. You didn't go to Paxis, unfortunately, but... I went... No, wait, what was that boss? That was the Boston Comic Con I went once. Yeah. Yeah, it was at the no. same convention. Pax East looks super. Pax East was the one other one that I actually wanted to go to. Because, like. Because, awesome. like, I went to Boston Comic Con. Mm-hmm. And that was fun. But the problem is that it was small enough that you it could cover so the whole thing in, like. It was squished, and you could cover the whole thing in, like, half a day, and then the rest of the day you're just wandering around. But Pax East, I mean, just from watching on YouTube looks insanely huge. Well, not only that, but there's, like, games to play, so, like, yeah. you can yeah. spend all it's your time in lines to play games. <laughs> there's, like, because that's the thing, like, with that, with, like, country fairs or stuff like that, because I'll go to them, but the problem is, is that you walk the fairgrounds in, like, half a day, and then you're just spending the rest of the day just walking around seeing the same stuff over and over again. That's kind of the feel I got for Boston Comic Con, which is why I wanted to go to PAX East. Boston right. Comic Con is more just, like, selling stuff mm. and pax east was more like you get to play all these awesome video games with strangers mm. it was great and like especially when we're talking about overwatch they have a huge like booth just for anything blizzard 
Wait, wait, come on. I think that yeah. they didn't really have much for Overwatch this year. They were really focused on... They were more focused on, like, PUBG and stuff like that. No, not... They, they don't make PUBG. They had some PUBG. No, it was... For, was it Fortnite or PUBG? No, they don't do either. <laughs> wait, what? No, Blizzard? not Blizzard. I'm not talking about the Blizzard thing. Oh. I said there wasn't much at PAX East this year related to Got, Overwatch. Gotcha. It was mostly, well, like, the other besides stuff. Besides the whole Halo tour Overwatch thing. Overwatch is technically yeah. yeah, that was the one, the one Overwatch thing because I was like, oh, I want to find somewhere where I can sit. Like, Overwatch well, because they and did I have stuff. They did no, because it was in the Blizzard booth, so I couldn't find it. <laughs> no, they totally. Had where was the Blizzard booth? It was so when you go down the escalators, you know, when you go down the side with the PlayStation side, it was right in that front corner. So like, if you went the down corner. the escalators, it was right to your right. Uh, but um, but they were really focused on WoW this year because they have something new coming out for that. So that was that's probably why you missed it because they weren't really focusing on promoting Overwatch. That's stuff. because it was more like a last year's thing for mm. just the game, and now it's more just about the. Wow. New, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All the new wow stuff. So yeah, but um, the thing about esports is that it just gets a weird rap in America because in Asia, everyone's a nerd. Yeah, in Asia, everybody's in it. <laughs> they have game cafes there, though. Yeah. Which is super freaking cool. Which we need more of. And they have, like... You can make... Oh, my word. If you did that right, you can make a crap ton of money. I don't Actually, understand me, how that's not... Spencer were talking about we were going to make a cafe, like, based off of that. I don't understand how that's not a lucrative business over here yet. Like... Because nobody does it. I mean, you might really find you might find specialty, like, small niche specialty places out, like, west where that's, like... I haven't even heard anything like that in Boston yet. No, no that's, that's what I'm, that's that's what I'm no, saying. No one does like that, but why? That. Because people would totally go to that kind of thing. So it's like, they why would. isn't there, like, why are people taking advantage of this? Because <laughs> all the nerds don't have the money. Cause so it's, it's overwhelming. They spend it all on video games and gaming computers. <laughs> uh, we, we, some nerds need to become, like, business nerds so we can make this a thing. Um, I don't know how to business. I just want to play games. <laughs> I don't know how to business. <laughs> Look, all you need is, like... Uh, one of those shipping containers and a couple of computers and you're all set to there you go. There you go. <laughs> oh, the first thing I thought of <laughs> was the original live action um, Ninja Turtles movie where they go into that like down like like in the basement area and like yeah we got like video games and other like stuff that you wanted to do that's that like, movie looked scary <laughs> yeah that's what it i think of scary. welcome to our game like game cafe and it's just a shipping container and it's like yeah they were like scary the ninja turtles aren't like um that whole x-men thing mutants they're like actual scary mutants like they're just I don't like it's, it's not it's not the like the early 90s oh no that's the one i'm referring to Wait, really? Yeah. I thought you were talking about the new one. No. Oh, I was no, thinking about the, the new one, because that new one was scary. Like, <laughs> I didn't even see the new one, but just from the trailers, I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't about that either. But no, I'm talking about the OG one that no, I grew up with. No, the old ones are awesome. Yeah. So yeah, remember when like the kids went to that like basement thing with... um. With what's oh, like face? all the punks and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. So as soon as you said, like, shipping container, that's all I could think of. It's like, yeah, welcome to our gaming cafe. And it's you like want menthols and regulars. <laughs> 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 this is like skateboard park inside. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I, was, I haven't seen those movies in forever. I need They're to watch. Really that's, that's a good I need to watch I've seen again. those a couple of times. Is it Splinter? That's the bad guy, right? S no, Splinter is... That's Master Splinter. That's the rat who, like, oh, raises them and trains Why them. Why does Splinter sound like it's such Master a bad guy Shredder. name? It's Master Shredder. 
Shredder. That's right. why. No, all yes. I've really seen of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is like a college humor skit. No, it's about it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> do, you know the one, do you know the one I'm talking about? Can you about? get any less exposure? To, like, yeah, I watched like a college well, humor I saw, skit video I, once. I just I don't know. I was never really into it. I saw some Power Rangers and stuff, but not Teenage Mutant Okay, well, in my defense, I haven't really done anything Power Rangers. I've, well, see, my I've seen a, co- a Keel and Peele video about Power Rangers. Right? That's about I used to exposure. watch Power Rangers. My like, parents wouldn't let like, us watch it. Show. Wesley really likes Power Rangers. So we snuck it in. I haven't movie. seen it. I haven't seen the new one because it's probably oh, Which I've heard trash. is really good. Or is it? Yeah. Huh. I've heard it's really good. But I used to watch the... Uh, we used to have... Used to watch the series. And on top of that, we had like the, the VHS cassettes. Um of this like one movie and we watched the same movie over and over and over again and just got like Rita Repulsa and the Flying Monkeys <laughs> and there's a space there's like a super bizarre movie when you look back at it because the whole plot's just freaking weird it's just so bizarre there's a lot of weird old movies like The Brave Little Toaster oh yeah I, do you remember that I don't I remember I never watched it but I know oh you didn't watch those no that one's weird <laughs> I saw it oh, as a kid. Was, I thought that was weird. Young. I liked it because it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, oh, looping back real quick. I yeah. heard Overwatch was gonna might get cross-platform multiplayer. Yeah, Which, I know. If it did, oh, holy crap, that would be super awesome. Because I have PlayStation and everybody else has Xbox One. Really? Yeah. And then there's a lot of people who play on PC for that. I yeah. play PC. Naturally, I don't play on the Xbox. Naturally, oh, yeah, anything you know. competitive like will end up having a presence on PC. Oh, absolutely. I mean, so that's, that's where the best that's way to play video games. Like it is. If you want to play competitively, PC is the way to go. Yeah, I still prefer a gaming controller though. I hate using keyboards to game. I love keyboards. I like with the exception using... of like, like um, games like Civilization and stuff like that, where it makes sense to have like a billion keys for stuff. But sure, like your your general like if you're controlling a character. You know, like a single character. If you're only controlling one character, then I prefer a gaming controller. If you're controlling like an army kind of thing, that's different. Aiming on Xbox sucks, though. Yeah, it does. I mean, okay. It's not accurate I will say at all. that the mouse is a nice advantage to well, stuff. That's the thing is, like, you, well, you, the get, the, you get the sensitivity. Well, if you're if you're more inclined to the PC anyway, you're gonna like it a lot better than a controller. Yeah. Because like I started, I. It had a PC. It built like a. It wasn't a super high. It wasn't even a high end one. It was like a medium to lower range one. But it was enough to play some competitive games. But like, if I had the money, I would have kept going with PC. But the thing is, is that with consoles, is that you can get a solid five, six years out of them, um, and you only invest like three, three fifty for mm. like brand new ones, four hundred maybe. But um. Just right, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, uh, no, just for me with the controllers, I feel like my reaction time is better. Like I have a hard time reacting as quickly with the mouse. See, and that's keyboard. the thing I had to get over was I going from a mouse down to a the joysticks. Like playing adventure games and stuff, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But like for aiming and stuff, it bugged me so bad because it's like I'm used to like flicking right on center with a mouse. That's true. So like, yeah, if you get accustomed to it, I'm sure it's okay. I'm just stubborn because one, I'm I'm very um, partial to controllers, and I'm also very partial to like I like gaming on a couch. I don't like gaming in a computer chair 
and desk, you know. Right. I, I prefer video games to me is something that I can relax and do, and I don't feel very relaxed when I'm gaming on a PC. You would if you swallowed yourself in blankets and pillows. That's how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing you just, like, swallowed in, like, a whole thing. No, I have, like, a pillow here, one here on my butt, and then, like, tons of blankets. It's great. <laughs> and I can picture you that as Diva doing that too. I'm just like <laughs> hunched over the keyboard with the headset on. Snack <laughs> 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 no, That's that's how like people actually view. That's gamers, how I play. You know? <laughs> that, well, that's how you. That's how I play. That's how you own the noobs, my what, what? And I I usually yell at the screen a lot, even when I'm by myself. It's kind so of pathetic. Usually I flip them off. Like, yeah. <laughs> if I lose a round, like. I don't turn the mic on or anything because, like, I I I, I never play the mic. Oh my god! I used to. Um, I wouldn't swear at people. I usually like make jokes and stuff. It was, oh my word! Online gaming when you get in with a like a nice group of people, so much fun. I can't bring myself to do it every it's, time. I'm just oh like, I don't want to so, talk to anybody. It's so much fun if you find because like in mainstream games they're like dicks. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. I, like um, every time I play Overwatch, they're just like, oh. The, I'm a diva man, get off a diva. And I'm just like, oh. I'm yeah, the worst kind of person. Like, oh my word, so, so much fun. But um, I forgot what I was talking about again. Crap. This is a thing. It's, it's getting worse lately. <laughs> it's okay, I got you too. I, I got you. Um, no, seriously, I, all the time. I, I forget to eat sometimes, it's not good. <laughs> I forgot to breathe today. <laughs> I do that I all up, the time! I was up in the mill, like, like I've I'm, I'm a Morgan in a sawmill, and I'm like, I was like, you gotta breathe. <laughs> no, I do that. Like, I'll just be sitting with Chris watching TV, and I'll just go like, <gasps> and I'll like gasp. And he's like, what? And I'm like, I forgot to breathe. He's oh, like, okay. But, okay. <laughs> okay. He <laughs> gets all concerned. I'm like, it's, I guess it's normal. <laughs> it freaked me out the first couple of times. So I was like, uh, I guess I have to make sure I breathe now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's a thing? That's mm -hmm. a thing. Thanks, parents. Yeah, who, 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 who turned it to manual mode? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, circling back here though, I was just like the only like criticism that I ever hear people talk about esports is the fact that it's not athletic. Yeah, but that. But see, that doesn't make sense to okay, me. Okay, okay. So here's here's the comparison I usually draw when people like complain about that. Chess is not athletic, mm. but people still love it, and it's I'm not bashing it. It's chess is like an intellectual game, and it's mm -hmm. a great strategy game. I mean, you know. Um, You've got games like uh, Billards that's like hardly physical. Right. It's almost all mental. And you know, mm -hmm. they, they're keeping up physical appearance. Not only is it healthy to just, you know, exercise and stuff, but it actually improves your reaction timing and your ability to perform on like, to perform overall, mm -hmm. like on, on a digital side of things. Because like if you're just sitting down staring at a screen for 10 hours and you haven't gone out for a walk or anything you get sluggish mm. you know but it's like when your mom's watching the tv and she yells you get off the computer games and you're like uh <laughs> hello <laughs> right <laughs> uh and then like yeah because the whole thing of because i think like half of sports is strategy like oh, yeah. physical like that's only part you of look at football yeah it's, yeah literally don't get, game, don't get me wrong things. super intense but like don't tell me strategy doesn't play a huge part of it. Yeah, that's all they do when in those breaks. It's like we gotta figure out how to like yeah. combat their moves. Well, that's what makes it interesting. I mean, if you wanted to just watch violence, just watch MMA or boxing or mm -hmm. I wouldn't say I'd say hockey, but that actually involves strategy Cause too. Because because when you when you look part of that past that, 
Because then you got the people who are trying to criticize watching other people playing video games, which doesn't make sense at all because people watch pe people watch people play, play sports all the time. Exactly. And that's no different. It's no different at all. So watching esports to watching sports is exactly the same. There's yeah. only differences when it comes to it, which I would argue is a lot closer than people mm. would give it credit for. Right. So or like, like you know you watch people play paintball. Yeah. How is that any? Uh, yeah. It's like I also oh, you oh you watch people play paintball oh. Yeah, I do, because I don't want to go and play paintball. Yeah. I just want to watch. I also feel like esports is cool because I feel like it's more accessible for people. You know, yeah, it's like, like you've got people who aren't as physically talented, and then, heck, like, this is, like, a different way of looking at it. There's people who are disabled that, like, say they really like sports, and esports is the only thing that they could ever do because it doesn't require anything. Well, it levels the playing field. I mean, you just... I mean, even if you don't play competitively, it's anybody can pick up a controller. Yeah. And it's just fun. Yeah, that's one of the... And you can just play it fun or just take it to competitive. You can do whatever you want with it. Yeah, I think that's one of like the big appeals by it. I, I don't understand the criticism because I think the, the upsides are way more than the downsides. Because we're not trying to say that eSports should replace sports. Because I right. feel like that's we're what not they're trying thinking. To phase, I, think that's what, I think that's what they're afraid of, though, is mm -hmm. that it's going to phase out. Okay, football well, and baseball and basketball. And it's like, the, not really. People still like these. In things. the most prevalent places, which would be South Korea and Japan, where esports is the most prevalent, they still really love sports. In fact, Japan's a huge factor for baseball, I believe. Yeah. Um, always has been and still is. They have a huge presence in baseball and they love that. Um, and of course, in the Olympics, there are huge factors in the Olympics, both Japan and especially South Korea. Mm. Um, and and China too. China's like huge on like the Olympics. But I, I know that China's still trying to figure out its way with video games in general. I think their situation is a little bit more complicated. Because um, of like the freedom of information, some, some along, yeah, like that along that lines. I don't know what yeah. I don't know what like their China's whole got some weird stuff is. going on. Yeah, I haven't done a lot of research on that, but I know that they have some <laughs> sticky points when it comes to video games. Yeah. So, but as far as the rest of the like Eastern world is concerned. They're like, this is mainstream. Esports is effectively a thing. They have stadiums everywhere. Their events are it's just a com crazy. It's just a thing. Yeah. Like, like it, to, to them, it's just as common as football is here. Yeah. Yeah. Like the big league that's going on right now is League of Legends. That, that's right. enormous. Their well, that's world been there forever. Yeah. The, the championships for that is insane. It's like yeah. Super Bowl sized. And they, what was the other one though? Have, did you see the stadium in New York when they did that? Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> They've had um, Dota. Dota's been really big, too. Um, um, Star... Was it Starcraft? Starcraft. Yep. Starcraft that was, is huge. That was probably the first... Big break, one. Yeah, yeah, breakout competitive game. Um, you've also had fighting games like Street Fighter and Smash Brothers be wildly popular in the U.S. on a smaller scale, but like there's like lots of tournaments dedicated to that. Like, mm. There's lots of gaming tournaments, but as far as like leagues, where it's a more sports aesthetic... That's not as common in the U.S. for some reason. I think that's something that we should like really get over because it's a lot of fun rooting for teams. Like mm -hmm. I like I've always cared about Overwatch, but like I'm not as invested as a, in it as other people are. But watching it and like having a team like for Boston where I am like made me way more interested because I love supporting like local teams. So right. like that made me really excited, you know, and cheering with other people for the team was super exciting. Right. Um, well, it's a something. It's something to to get behind. I mean, in the same way that the morale for, um, you know, the New England Patriots, people who don't, I don't even watch football, 
Except for when you guys invite me over for the Super Bowl, and I'm always like, I hope the Patriots win. Yeah, it was super. Why? Because like, you were like, you were with us in the big uh, game versus uh, Atlanta, and that was yeah, crazy. That was insane. Like I don't. I, that's like the first time I actually sat down to watch a football game, and what I was like, "Holy crap, that's actually really amazing." <laughs> and I feel so bad because that's probably one of the best games of football ever mm. played. So like. Your expectations got set. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> trash now. Because <laughs> there's some really boring football games. I don't think there is for anything. But like that was, you couldn't get more exciting. Oh yeah, that. that was like, that was great. <laughs> the Super Bowl is always the best one to watch because it's the most hype. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's it. It's, it's like hi- it could it's be, hype. Yeah, it's like it could be just as hype with esports. There's oh, yeah. no difference, and I feel like it's only a matter of time because as the younger generations become more prevalent. They're like the younger generations are all for this, so it's just a matter of like the people either getting with the program or just waiting till um, it just takes over. Like, right? I mean, you see, all, like, just look at the people going to this. Most of them are like early thirties down to like teens. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, you know, give it like a generation and a half or two. Well, especially, and then and then it's just going to become commonplace because. You know, I mean, we look at like even like wilder examples like Ready Player One, where the whole world just becomes about gaming in general. Right. Um, I don't think it'll ever. I actually haven't that. seen that yet. I I, I, get you, I get the I have. Yeah, you get, you're <laughs> killing me right now because there's this one spot that drove me freaking nuts, and I can't <laughs> tell you about it. Sorry, we we you will talk me. about it at one point, but I have yet to watch it, and I need oh to watch God. it. So, if you guys are wondering why haven't you talked about Ready Player One, it's been out for two weeks. Don't worry, we are going to talk fault. about it. I don't it's think I'm going to watch it. Really? Yeah. Watch I want to watch it in theaters because it's, it's really one it's one that's going to be really immersive. It's a sim- cinem- ci- the the cinnamon cin- one. It's a cinnamon one. <laughs> the cin- cinematic. <laughs> <laughs> the cinnamon one. <laughs> I was like, bleh, 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 bleh. we'll go with that word. That word. Cinnamon. Close enough. <laughs> it's the cinnamon one. <laughs> but that. But it's like the the kind you want to watch in theaters. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so. But it wasn't yeah. perfect to the book, but it was a really good movie. Just standalone, it was really good. Mm. Cool. All right, so that's a lot. But I've got to say, unless if you guys want to add anything to that conversation, otherwise it's your turn, Noah. Yeah. Well, that actually, we that's actually a good segue though, talking about movies because I was going to talk about movies. Cool. You want to s- give Gary a good old flip before you get to? Uh, let's give him a flip of Reno here. There we go. Um. So I saw Isle of Dogs. That's oh, the last one I saw. Nice. Wes Anderson getting super hyped for this movie, right? Comes out and I'm like, Zachary, we gotta go. We gotta watch this movie. <laughs> and he's like, You realize the closest one's in Boston, right? And I'm like, What? Yeah, they don't air it everywhere. No, they don't. And I was like, Why not? And he's like, It's an independent film. I'm like, It's dumb. You. Uh, but he found he found like this little. Um, a little tiny independent theater that was like doing one in Portland so we just jumped over the Portland like last Friday nice. and saw it the movie itself the models like were super well done because it was all claymation right yeah yeah it's all stop motion well I don't know if they it was all clay have you seen any promos for this Kenzie I haven't I haven't even heard of it it's... I haven't watched claymation since Wallace and Gromit <laughs> <laughs> well they just came out with a new movie like those People who made Walls and Grounds. Oh, Jesus Early Man's? Yeah. We'll get to that because I have some things to say about oh. that. <laughs> They're not good. <laughs> um, but yeah, this movie, have you seen it? No, but I have heard a lot about it. I Because it was an independent film, I couldn't 
like my schedule never lined up with us showing for that because it was yeah. really tricky. So, but I really, uh, it's really. You should watch it. I mean, have you seen Fantastic Mr. Fox? Because it's done by the same guy. The, oh, really? Both made by Wes Anderson. Oh, awesome! Yeah, because that movie got super high marks. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, no, this is definitely going to be one of those movies it's that gets in like the same Oscar vein. nominations and stuff. Yeah, uh, it's kind of in the same vein as because Fantastic Mr. Fox was an uh, a claymation, mm-hmm. but I feel like the the actual figurines and the sets and stuff was a little bit more polished. Gotcha. Um, as opposed to Fantastic Mr. Fox. Um, which is still great. I'm not yeah. saying it, but it's just like, you know, the characters, at times it seems like the skin on the characters glows hmm. just because they're so smooth and well done. Um, and the characters... There's a couple characters that are like, don't really get the development that, the, that they should, but like overall, you, you see a decent development along the plot and... In between characters as well. So, without spoiling it, what's the what's the plot for this movie exactly? The idea... So I won't say anything about the plot. I'll s- set the world up more so. Okay. Go for it. Um, so this is like 2049 Japan. Um, so like friggin' 30, 38 years? No. <laughs> 32 years in the future. Yeah. Um... They have a huge, huge dog problem. Dogs are everywhere. That's um, not a problem. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. So much so that now they're congested and their disease is spreading like rampant. Okay, that's cool. So like, <laughs> we got to take care of these dogs. Um, and the solution to getting rid of the dogs was... Because they hadn't found a cure for any of the diseases because there's like multiple diseases. Um, so they take the dogs and they put them all in like this Australian equivalent dog. It's like a dog Australia, except it's a trash island. <laughs> so it's a trash island, but they put all the dogs on it. Um, and so the premise is that a boy gets separated from his dog and then has to go and, and get him back from trash island. Gotcha. Because they're all being forcibly taken there, and it, and the so even the ones like if they just take all the dogs, not just like ones that are like aren't owned, like just all the dogs. They're, they're just like all of them. They want wow. all the dogs gone, and so you, the movie follows the boy, the pack of dogs he comes across, um, you know, travel through across Trash Island, um, you know, meeting up with different characters, hitting different scenarios. Meanwhile, you've got like this resistance group that's like trying to fight this campaign because because it's got an underlying agenda. The guy who's pushing this is like a bad guy, obviously. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I have a hard time like telling about the story and not giving away. Yeah, the plot. yeah. So I'm mm-hmm. gonna I'm gonna not go any further. But you get the idea. That's really um, that's really awesome. Who do they have for? Because I know voice acting is important for George this. Clooney. Whoa. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which I, I like George Clooney. Um, <laughs> because it's like, hmm. What? No! <laughs> um, <sighs> Jeff Goldblum. Oh, awesome. That was like a, oh, I recognize the name. Ooh, I don't know it. the guy. I recognize the name. <laughs> Let me look up the cast real quick. I can't yeah. see what he looks like. Because, like, those are the only two I know off the top of my head. Well, Jeff Goldblum is doing a, between <gasps> that and then. I love him. 
Yeah. <laughs> and uh, because he was just in uh, Thor Ragnarok. So oh my she God. was amazing. I, I love him because of Jurassic Park. Well, I mean, who like doesn't? My, those are like but... my childhood movies right there. <laughs> Holla. Holla. Um, I just want to talk all Jurassic Park. <laughs> I swear, if you're listening and when you oh, heard him mention Trash Island and you said, that's where I live, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling don't, you out, listener. Don't be that person. <laughs> Me. Shut up. I was at oh. my friend's house yesterday, and I asked her where her trash was, and her little sister just points at herself. I'm like, please don't do that. <laughs> it's not funny anymore. So get this. This is way more than I anticipated. So oh. I actually got, like, Scarlett Johansson. Whoa. Edward Whoa. Norton. Bill Murray. Brian Cranston. Jeff Goldblum. Tilda Swinton. I'm not sure who that is. That sounds really good. Yoko familiar. Ono. How do you get all these people? Greta Gerwig, dog uh, you be like dogs. There you go. <laughs> yeah, dogs, I, would, yo. I rope right in. Oh, say dogs. Um, so we're doing this movie about dogs. Yes. Where do I sign? <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up. Um, get that big old parchment paper. Now all I can think about is, like is jo- yeah, George Clooney of, like, dog. Japanese people. So. I just want to like picture like George Clooney in all of his like suaveness, but like just embodied as a dog. <laughs> oh my God. He would be a Doberman. I can yeah. see that. Mm. Yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He's, I see him like having really suave like fur, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the pointy ears and the really yes. stuck out chest. This is like, like the yes. deep voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be perfect. That's awesome. So that means like the voice <clears throat> acting was probably phenomenal. Oh, the voice acting was great. I just didn't, I wasn't aware of who was doing it. <laughs> so now you're just like, now I need like, to. Oh, wow. Now I know that dog I've been listening to this whole time was Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> <laughs> well, sound, you know, it sound, you you know something sounds familiar. You just can't put two and two together. I mean, when they're all dogs, it makes it a little harder. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Tends to, tends to be harder. <laughs> they're all harder. like, wolf. wolf. No, I'm just kidding. You can't go around calling those dogs. You know, you but, like, uh, Wes Anderson's... I've seen that. I've seen uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox and well, the, the Budapest Hotel. Oh, that's a really good movie. Uh, uh, another, when we're talking about independent films, that made me... Uh, think of another I don't know if you went to see this one I really wanted to see this one just from an artistic standpoint of its uh, feet and it was all it was all that was able to accomplish was um, um, Loving Vincent did you I, see oh my it? word I've been following that for a little while really you haven't did you ever get to see it I haven't it? seen it yet oh, but I followed it on Facebook it's been out of theaters I'm... forever like no I'm sorry it's been out of theaters for months now like you can't watch it anymore so you have to wait yeah. for it to come out like a DVD but I really really wanted to see that movie mm. um and yeah, it aired for like a month in like select theaters, like independent ones, just like that one. Mm. I just never could get around to watching it because it just never worked. It was super weird times, and like you had, I had like the closest theater was like more than an hour away from me. I was yeah. like, ugh. It's one of those movies where I was like, holy cow, this is actually super cool. Yeah. So each, yeah, you go tell her. I was gonna say, uh, do you know anything about Loving Vincent? No. Loving Vincent. <laughs> these people it was supposed to be like a short film but it was gonna be like okay we'll make it like 20-30 minutes like and then just project. like yeah and then it's like okay we're making a full-fledged film now yeah they this is movie about Vince Van Gogh and yeah. they the whole movie is paintings and they did it by painting every single frame of the oh movie my they had so, like 500 and uh, I'm really into art why have I not heard yeah, this before it's crazy so and your typical film is at 24 frames per second. This film, I believe, they did it so it was about, I want to say, 10 frames per second in equivalent to pictures. So they painted 10 pictures 
every second of film. So we're talking right. a full fudge of movie, like a full length movie. Like say it's like two well, hours. And it's like all oil paintings and stuff. Yeah. And this isn't like watercolor That's either. Insane. Yeah, it's like, because it's in the style of Vincent van Gogh. Exactly. So it's super cool. And how they did it with uh, most of the scenes is that they would actually act it out in real person. And they would... So they have like take pictures and then they paint. Right. Yeah. So they have a reference point. So that because they had so many painters, they just had this room where you see all these people painting the frames and they would be all working on the same scene. So you have several different artists working on the same scene. So to make sure it all kind of lined up in the same thing, they had references to go off of. But yeah, this whole movie's entirely paintings. I do want to see it eventually. I really do too. Mostly because I want to like. I'm not really interested. Like. I appreciate. I'm more and more lately. I've been appreciating painting and stuff, but like, well, I also appreciate Vince Van Gogh, and that's partially because of Doctor Who and that wonderful episode they had with him. I mean, who doesn't love that episode of Doctor that Who? That was a great episode. But yeah, uh, so I definitely want to see that movie. That's that's one of my watch lists, and I like. I really wanted to see it in these because I wanted to support like the movie, especially it being an independent film, and just like the feat that it took to do that. Like, holy crap! Yeah, like. like Oh, that's the first thing you've ever like. That's the first time you've ever heard of anything like that. Yeah, but nothing ever has been attempted to do that. So yeah, you can't even stop. Even like <clears throat> claymations, like yeah, it's on DVD yet. No, I not think. yet. It should be soon. I'm gonna look it up because I really want to know. You might be um, able to get it on Amazon Digital. Mm, I don't think it's quite out yet. Um, Loving Vincent. Um, it came out last year actually. Uh, Did it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're not that far uh, into 2018. But, um... Oh, you can get it on Google Play and YouTube. Oh, nice. And that's, like, the same thing. I'm, like, following it. Yeah, you can rent it from Google Play right now. But it seems like that's the only place you can get it at the moment. Um, yeah, so you can rent it for four bucks which i kind of really want to do now um it's kind of a good deal yeah people who have seen this on the on the google play reviews 58 people who watched it an average of 4.8 out of 5 so pretty solid but uh yeah so i highly recommend going to check that out because i'm going to be doing that now knowing that i can just get it on google play so that's something i'm doing really soon now (laughs) i'm glad i looked it up uh, so, what other uh, cool st- the stuff that you that you saw recently that you oh, um, you said um, the Quiet Place? Oh, I've heard with, about that uh, one, and I want to watch this, it. What's John Krasinski, the guy from uh, yeah. The Office. Exactly. Yeah. That movie is the most stressful stressful movie I've seen in a while. Okay, so stress me right the heck out. This movie is so intriguing to me because I hate scary movies. Because look, I don't. No, Bro, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so the thing is, is that I just don't get adrenaline rush from being scared. I don't enjoy being scared. People, I love like being people, scared. yeah. I just don't enjoy. It. However, you know, a movie is freaking good when I almost went to see in theaters a scary movie in theaters, which is like a huge no-no for me mm. because one, John Krasinski is the lead actor and director. Like this is his mm-hmm. movie, so I really wanted to support him because I love him as an actor and a person, and. Three, the premise is just so good. Mm. Like, I'll let you explain the premise of the movie. Have um, you seen it? No. I, okay. We're gonna, I haven't yet. We're going to wait to see it on Listen, DVD. Watch it in theaters. Uh, it you, is still in watch theaters it in theaters right now, right? So you, if you can. If you can't, try to set up, like, some speakers and stuff so it's not just, like, flat. I got sound. So, 
You want to say something? Because I'm going to go off on a rant. No, it's fine. Go right Okay, awesome. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, this movie... I don't watch a lot of Office, so I don't have, like, this, oh, that's Jim, like, <laughs> stuck in the back of my head. But, like, the plot's, the plot's okay, but what's really, really, really interesting is the way they use sound in this movie. There's almost no... There's very little spoken dialogue for, like, the first half of the movie. Mm. There's almost... Yeah, there's not much. And it's mostly towards the end that you get it. But most of it is done... You, the characters speak in sign language because the premise is, as you know, they can't make noise. Right. Um, they kick off the movie with something super sad um, and you watch this you watch this family just try to just get by you know they've got like a nice little setup on a farm um, they've got like a security system going um, food supplies this that and the other thing and then you just watch it all just go to crap <laughs> you know um and they do a really, really good job of it, too. Uh, no, I forgot what I was thinking about again. No, it's okay. <laughs> Just trying to set, set up the movie. Yeah, um, um, set up the movie. Uh, but, yeah, no, like, because the whole premise oh, is yeah. that... Yeah, Using just, sound. So, yeah. The, it's all super quiet throughout the entire movie, except towards I think towards that's more stressful end. than anything. Well, that's really it. It's quiet. like... It's like you you watch movies and stuff. It's like <laughs> all the time. Mm -hmm. Even in like modern, I don't watch scary movies. So this I is watch like a lot. Like when you're watching a scary movie, a lot of the time, right before something bad happens, it gets quiet. So if you watch horror movies, right, a so lot, you're like, oh. you hear the quiet bit, and it just, just like, it sets you on edge, yeah. and you can't get yeah. out of it. See, imagine that, but like happens. the whole freaking movie, someone drops like an I like a lan uh, a lantern or something, and you just. I like almost jumped out of my skin. I was like, oh. <laughs> you haven't heard anything in so long. You haven't heard anything. You happens. have to like. Because there's like parts where they like whisper something and it's just like super quiet. So you have to like really listen to it. And of course they're like doing sign language all over the place. Like, <laughs> Naruto! <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's why I'm picturing like super dramatic sign language. <laughs> um, so yeah, the way they use the silence in the movie is really, really, really good. It was refreshing because I don't like scary movies and hearing a ton of, like not hearing a lot of noise in a movie was great hmm. um how much what was that was there anything what was like the the music and score like there was none just none there there was there was one song i definitely remember there being one song um but like so literally most of the movie is just it's just dead silent like, it's super... That's why I'm saying it's super, super stressful because you're just waiting for something to happen. And you've and got no audio cues for anything. You've got no audio cues for anything. That's very strange. Even though they're just doing sign language, like, the emotion uh, that's conveyed through these characters is actually still really well done. So it's all, like... I'm it's totally breaking down movie. the elements of a horror movie, you know? Yeah. Playing on that edge. I mean, you still got, like, the... Still got the standard, like, oh, this is where they messed up. I could totally see how this... You, you'll see where a character will mess up and how it'll come back to bite him in the butt later. Yeah. You still got that kind of setup. You still got the, oh, the monster's out there waiting to get us. Uh, we can't do the thing that attracts the monster to us type setup. But 
with the aspect of using sound or the lack thereof, really great movie. Super stressful. He's super like you should watch it. Even if you don't like scary movies, you should watch it. How okay, being honest, how scary was it? I'm not gonna lie, I jumped a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like um, scary movies, you don't watch okay, them. Okay, now so I don't like. I don't. I like here's the thing. I, I like suspenseful movies. I don't like scary movies. If you get the difference, Did you watch uh, it? I, I totally. This is more. Hmm? Did you watch? Did you watch it? I haven't got around to mm-hmm. it yet. Mm-hmm. Have we got around also, to it? Also, another yeah. great movie. Mm-hmm. You should watch. You should watch that. I've seen the original. Actually, it. It was really good. They actually mix in like a decent that. amount of comedy and with not that cool. So it's. It balances itself out. Well, I found got, myself it's got laughing like, a couple times. It's got that Goonies feel. It's, yeah, it's yeah. Because of that one. What's the name of the kid with the glasses? He was my favorite. Uh, I don't remember. I love him. Too he's much. in um, he's in Stranger Things. Yeah, he's in Stranger well. Things as well. I just don't, I don't remember his character. Because well, those kids are golden, so they oh should just recast them in anything. Oh my god, the Stranger Things kids are so freaking cute. I love them. Yeah. Oh man. Um. When he like forced his friend to go give him the handshake. So like, if I can't see it in theaters, you highly recommend having a good audio setup. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. despite there being almost no sound. <laughs> no, no, because when there is sound, you like, need to hear it. It's so integral to the movie. Oh, wow. It's not like a regular movie where it's like we're gonna play a horror score and we're gonna play some spooky sounds and someone's gonna scream and someone's gonna run off. There's gonna be gunshots and stuff. It's like it ignores you all want that. to hear things and you don't get to hear things. Hmm. Now, besides the blaring or lack thereof audio difference, is there any other? Um, <laughs> you just now got that. No, I'm just. It was. It hurt. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> um, is there any other like elements that's like typical for horror movies that this kind of broke down? Like anything else? That this like movie... anything new or interesting? Yeah. Um, like, was this a total deconstruction of horror as a genre in general? Or was I, w- it just I would say I would horror? say no because for the most part I didn't find the plot itself really the greatest. Just the style of film. It was the experience that really. The made experience it. is really where it's at. Um, mm. You, the characters get developed. Um, now, now all, this like, one I, may I, be different. I'm not, I'm not a huge movie critic, so I can't really elaborate on something. And I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying hard. To okay. Well, like, uh, well, f- for this, I will say a, a big problem with horror movies that you said you just don't care about the actual characters. No, you don't. In this one, is that different? You do, you do feel yourself like, oh, this per you, you find yourself calling one of the characters like a dumbass, <laughs> just because they're like, why would you do this? Why, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. But like, every horror movie they, ever, right? Exactly. Um, <laughs> oh, I hear a sound. Let me head right straight for it. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, I don't watch a lot of horror movies. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting you guys are like horror movie versions. Yeah, um, she, you're the horror movie <laughs> Nazi. Over yeah, here. I am. Uh, there, there's. It's it's there. It's not super great. Um, at least that's the way I feel about it. Um, but yeah, so yeah, super good movie. I definitely even recommend, even if you don't like horror, if you if you like good movies, if you like refreshing movies, give this one a try because it's it's something new. Um, it's a new experience. It's great, and especially in a field of and this kind of and especially in when it's a, an abused genre. Yeah. It's really good. I think that's probably why it stands out the most because it takes something and it flips it on its head and it's like, ah, it's actually really super interesting. That's awesome. There's another movie that almost tried to do that on Netflix, but it was just, it was not a good movie. It was dumb. It was the, it was, okay, I'm on Netflix trying to find a horror movie and there's this horror movie called Hush 
And okay. Yeah, bear with me. Shush. The woman, the main—it's <laughs> called Stop Hush. It, you. Okay. <laughs> no, so the main character's deaf, and she's out in this cabin in the woods by herself, trying to write a story or something. I think like she's a writer, mm. so she's writing a book, and then like some like axe murderer dude comes to the house and is trying to kill her. And I never found out the reason because I stopped halfway through because he made him take his mask off in like the first Aww. fifteen minutes, and I'm like, it's just a guy trying to kill a girl. And she can't, she can't, like, if, and she can't hear anything, so a lot of the time you're, like, her, when you're, like, hearing from her perspective, you can't really, like, hear. Gotcha. But, so, it sounds like they, they didn't tried portray it, it very but well. they didn't do a very good job at all. So they literally squandered the one unique thing they had going about that movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, it's, like, it was pretty good up until the guy took his mask off, and they were just like, well, that was just this crazy dude in the woods trying to kill her, and he's not anybody, like... Turns out it's just kind of And he was just a normal... He was just, yeah, right? He just, like, pulls off and it's the wimpy British dude. But, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I like it. But <laughs> No, but he, like, takes the mask up. There's no scarring or anything. He's just a normal guy. And I'm just like, okay. That was uh, not mm. great. It was, like, horrible reveal. Mm, a really lot sucks. like... Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think Seriously? I think Kylo Ren's an excellent character now. He it is took a really it took a movie character. to convince me, but I will say I really like Kylo Ren as a character. That I have not seen though. the newest one. You should watch it. It's highly controversial, but I I believe that in what way really though? Good. It's people. The well, fans are split whether it's a. Uh, whether Wait, it's one of the best Star Wars films or if it's one of the worst. No, it was so mm. good though. Okay, there were some things I didn't like about. Is it because it is so there, are there like plot holes or plot twists that they don't? That no, split over it's because or? this movie did a lot of things different than they're not used to, and they didn't like the things that were different. Even though they asked for Star Wars to start doing different things. That's that's my critical su- summarization yeah. of that. So that Star Wars did some different things, and they're like. Well, these don't things make that sense because it's not what we're used to. It's like, well, you criticized um, Force Awakens for being too much like the OG Star well, Wars. They're so. going to lose interest in it either way. <laughs> so seriously, you Screw keep em. doing the same thing that they've always done, like they've always expected from Star Wars. They're going to lose interest. You do something different, they're going to lose interest because it's not what they wanted in the old movies. But whatever. Everyone's too picky. You know what I, I think recent, really you know what I found out recently about that that destroys the theory of people saying, oh, he didn't keep with J.J. Abrams' vision. J.J. Abrams worked on that film with the guy. He was involved in the production. Mm-hmm. So, like, if there was something glaring wrong, J.J. Abrams would have been like, hey, uh... like." I'm sure he would have spoken of, up. Yeah. So. Anywho. You want to talk about your thing now? Mm, I don't really know what I want talk about <laughs> you want to talk about a different british bloke and his brother <laughs> oh what he has to do something can i slam uh early man real quick go for it okay trash movie don't watch it <laughs> which is really bad because ardman usually makes good movies wallace and gromit um uh, is what comes to mind um what's the other major at least one it's do? something i know um time. chicken run Chicken oh, run. did he really make Chicken Run? Yeah. I didn't know do that. They, I do they that also movie. do uh, Shaun the Sheep, don't they? I, oh I'm my God. almost certain they I do. Watched That's a children's that show. So funny. Don't watch it. Um, no. Trash movie. Okay. They take the characters, don't introduce any of them, um, throw them right into... There's, they don't introduce the characters, they don't introduce the enemies, they don't set up any sort of relevant plot or anything. It's just all like, here's some people, they're in a mess now, Oops, they're out of it. That's it. The movie's trash. <laughs> okay? Don't watch it. 
Or do. I'm not your boss. <laughs> Drop the mic, which I won't because no, it was it's, expensive it's expensive. <laughs> anyway, that's it. I'm done. But you know Sorry what? For you know what, the mic. You know what is a good kids movie? It's not a movie. It's a it's show. A movie. It's a show. Flip Gary. Oh, Flip Gary. <laughs> Let's talk about children's shows. <laughs> but good ones being. Good ones, Phineas and Ferb. Yes. Mm. Now, Which I've seen all right of... before this that we all commonly like, apparently. Yeah. Well, it's a good show. It Have is. you seen all of it? I think. I've seen the first couple ones. I've watched everything. See, I'm actually rewatching it right like, now. It's oh, really? Sad. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. I've seen multiple ep- ep- episodes like five or more times. I it's, just I love the amount of memes that have come out of that show. Honestly. Oh my gosh! So like you've got that. I just love how clever the writing style is. I know. Yeah, that is the perfect blend of a kids show that older people can also appreciate. It's and just good. The reason why those kinds of shows are so important is because, especially me as someone who is the oldest of several kids, as an older kid or as an adult who has kids you're going to be stuck watching some of these kids shows mm-hmm. and you're going to be stuck stuck watching them multiple freaking times like how many times have you seen like cars and oh. the little mermaid and stuff like that i watched i've seen shrek <laughs> oh the face palm multiple times <laughs> because my brother apparently um, i just remember <clears throat> seeing shrek a lot so much green so much green my favorite kids movie was it wasn't even disney it was no, it was um, Quest for Camelot. Oh, yeah. like, you and your Quest for Camelot. I, don't, I have this thing. I forgot I told you about this. I just, I watched it every single day. Mm. Like, I love that movie so much. And I know all the songs by heart. And I still know all the songs by heart. Because <laughs> I watched it so many times. And I can't remember anything. So that's saying something. Um, But yeah. Like, so, like, Venisa Ferb has that perfect blend of, like, great entertainment for kids. Plus but comedy. like the comedy is so clever that both kids and adults really appreciate it. and they also throw in a lot of references that only adults would get uh-huh, to exactly. they, they straight up reference Doctor Who a couple times in that which I freaking love did they? Mm-hmm. oh yeah they had this is whole, this in our later seasons? This dad, my dad would be pointing out a lot of stuff from like older shows and stuff that I he would s- recognize because I've seen I've seen a lot of the first seasons I want to say it's in the middle somewhere. I want to say it was up to season three is what I've seen. Okay. I don't know how many seasons they have. I they watched have like all at of least it. four, I think, if not five. I watched all of it, and then I found some, like, nostalgia video on YouTube or whatever that somebody made where it was, like, them all grown up and Phineas was going to college. I was like, why would you make that? Yeah. That's just saying. Um, and, no, you haven't seen the finale, have you? No, so don't. I, this is actually one show I've really don't want and ruin okay yeah i won't ruin it for you okay cool thanks <laughs> cool thanks <laughs> you're gonna watch um, the whole thing i also love how um they have a great um structure for their show too they do yeah um which i think is an underrated key element to things that can be really successful you don't have to have a structure but this has a really good structure where mm-hmm. you always follow two plot lines Follow the plot line of whatever Phineas and Ferb is doing. Like, what are they going to make? And then what's Perry going to stop? Different words from Yeah, Perry. exactly. And those always seem to affect each other indirectly without mm-hmm. each other exactly. knowing. Exactly. Oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> so it, good. There's always something, like, every something he does ruins something they make, and then the mom never sees it. Mm. Like, oh, I used mom to. Has no idea. I wish I, I wish I watched more of it recently because I used to quote so much from that show because I they like, have so many good oh one-liners. God. One of my favorite uh, scenes from the show is when Perry like comes in the room and he's got a hat and a mm-hmm. mustache on. Yeah. And the guy is just like, 
He's like, who are you? And he like takes the mustache off. He's like, a platypus? No. Oh. <laughs> he takes, he take he didn't have the hat on, so yeah. he takes the mustache off. He's oh, like, yeah. It's a platypus, and then he puts the hat on. He's like, it's Perry the platypus. <laughs> yeah. Who else? There's a random platypus in your house. Like, who else would smart. it be? Yeah. Uh, that's such yeah. a, Doofus Schmertz is like the angsty, ultimate villain. And then his angsty teen daughter all the time. <laughs> yeah. And she gets like the quiet British verb, and he like doesn't say anything. He's so cool with the sunglasses. And I'm like, he's, what, like 10 years old, and she looks like she's 20? Yeah. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> Oh man, he likes older women. Apparently, <laughs> and apparently he can drive as well. Oh yeah. So like, well, I how mean, old is he actually? Gonna, no, you're gonna question fur driving when they're making all these crazy contraptions. I know, but I, no, 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 I'm <laughs> that's not the problem for you. But no, he can drive. I'm not questioning the this fact kid can that he drive can drive. A car I'm questioning the fact that he's driving show. and he's not getting pulled over when he looks like he's ten. <laughs> this look, like, how is they he they have over? a really good blend of absurd. Yeah. And oh, absurd. and what's great about this is how they deal with their absurdity. So, the viewers, Phineas and Ferb is friends, and Candace, who is always trying to make it apparent to her mom apparent. that they're doing all these crazy things. <laughs> uh, I see what you did. Oh. Don't do it again. <laughs> I didn't even go for that one. Wow. <laughs> Good eye. Um, but yeah, so the parents or any adults are never aware of Phineas and Ferb doing these things. And Candace mm-hmm. is always trying to prove to them Which is that like the one time when they made the roller coaster. That was like the first episode, yeah. I think. They made the roller coaster, and how does nobody else see this? Only the kids see it, none of the adults see it or anything. So it's almost like it's almost like in reality, it's just their crazy imagination. Like all the other mm-hmm. kids are like, they got this big imaginary world going on or something. And I think it's cool because and it really plays to the audience because the audience is the only person that's seeing everything happening mm-hmm. that's affecting everything indirectly and all these things. Like the one of the big things is that the big object or whatever thing that they created will be right there just the second before the parent sees it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, hi, boys. Like, everything's normal. Like, Candace, you're the crazy one. Candace is just like, ha! Yeah, like the roller coaster one there. there it's just Phineas and Ferb under the tree, and all their friends are stuck in the tree because they just fell out of the sky from the roller yep. coaster. It's right. like, how do you not notice this giant roller coaster and these, like, five other kids in your backyard tree? Oh, they had but, this okay. great one when Phineas and Ferb were stuck on an island. It was like they were freaking out because they were trying to figure out how to get off the island, but they have like literally nothing to build with, so they're freaking out. Coconuts! <laughs> coconuts and sea turtles! <laughs> no, so you're actually not far off, so they're digging this hole, right? They're digging this hole, and they're like, uh, and like it's funny because it's a really out of character moment. Like, Phineas is Oh, just that's going the one crazy. where he like has a yeah, breakdown. He's like or something, going yeah, yeah, right? and he's like, I got a sponge and a starfish. I can make something with that. No, that's absolutely silly. And then you realize that was a total rip on uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh. <laughs> I don't think I even realized that. Ouch! <laughs> it was so good. Oh, man. Man, the humor in that show is, off, like, grade A, too. Yeah. And the character development as well. Like, like... Yeah, I know, isn't that weird? They have great character oh, development. Like, I know I'm not good at explaining it, but you know... Like, I... I I need to learn how to articulate myself better. <laughs> Just so I can, like, explain things better. Because the the characters in this show are really well done. Yeah. You'll you'll see as someone who starts off as, like, a side character. Like, Norm the robot, okay? Here's a <laughs> guy. Oh, he, was an, he was an accessory. Doofenshmirtz plan. And now 
you're like emotionally invested in a freaking <laughs> Who wants <business>. by? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Just like how emotionally invested Doofenshmirtz was in that balloon. Exactly. <laughs> Balloony. Balloony. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> cameos all over the place. Oh, I love like getting little hints and nods to his backstory, which is super crazy. Like the part where he's like, Wait, uh, it all no, started, no, he's like, it all started on my birth. Neither one of my parents showed up. Yeah. But I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. I was raced by what was it like some sort of like it wasn't tires it was something along that like it was a, something oh, it was ridiculous like, le- like wild cats or something yeah no so <laughs> I this oh, gotta and be and he had to be the gnome like outside his parents oh yeah because <laughs> <laughs> he's leaving Drustelstein back in Drustelstein yeah because that's the thing. In, in every episode, that's another thing they add, is that he's always got a little backstory, mm-hmm. which usually involves... Doesn't usually. Like sometimes it'll involve something... Childhood. He's got a traumatic childhood, basically. Yeah. So sometimes in his backstories, he'll refer to that, which is why he's doing something. And it's always crazy. And the weird thing is, is that, like, at first you just think it's, like, to be funny. But then you realize that, no, he's actually being serious about these stuff. And they're all starting to play in with each other. And, yeah. like, it takes a long time over season over season, but they start to finally fit into, like, this big picture, which then I think they have, like, two movies, which are, like, TV specials, basically. I um, think I've seen I have the not first seen movie. Those. Yeah. I need because to. This, not the second one, though. I think, I think the second one is the finale, technically. So Oh, the wrap-up for the whole show? I'm pretty sure. Okay. I could be wrong. I haven't seen that. Uh, but anyways, um, so... You really get to see him grow as a character. Exactly. And those movies kind of really like, okay, we're going to like solve some of the puzzle for you and really make it black and white. Right. Because that's the only time they really break, the show breaks character in being like, look, here, here's some like real stuff, you know? Right. Getting out of like the method of, of do the thing, hide the thing, mom comes home and doesn't yeah. know. Exactly. So that's, that's when they actually like, hey, here's some like overarching stories that we've been hinting at that we're now going to actually address now. In right, this. right. And they deal with more, like, actual dramatic things, which is, sounds weird for a kid's show, but, like, we're well, when it's so well done, do like, like, if you write a good story, it'll be interesting to anyone. Yeah. Hey, that's for the someone thing, who though. works in childcare, it's very important for kids to be in touch with <laughs> well, their emotions. That being said, there's <laughs> lots of, because Vinnie Ferb is not alone in this category of kid shows that are, like, so great for just about anyone. So you've got, um, I know a lot of people who's into Steven Universe. Um, I haven't watched it. Me neither. And I know a lot of people who are into um, what's the one that's kind of similar to that one that's also on Disney. It's over now. Um, oh, shoot, what's the name of it? Um, the one with the kids in like the spooky house that's got like, and they got like their weird uncle. Um, oh, spooky house kids uncle. <laughs> there you go. I, I really don't. It's got one of my favorite quotes where it's like, was it um, like. Uh, he said some fact about ladders and how they're so dangerous and like yeah they say that like um like such and such amount of people um die from ladders that's why um that's why I keep like gravity falls gravity falls yes. thank you oh, I, I know, know what you're talking about one. you're like okay. you're like putting on the gruff voice and I'm like I know that voice yeah <laughs> There's not a lot of like actual Disney shows I know, but I know I'm, that one. I, I, I know, I'm, I'm totally butchering this quote, so I need to find it real quick. Keep talking. I used to know things like I watched kids shows on PBS like Dragon Tales and mm, Cyber okay. Kids or whatever. Yeah, that one is Cyber Kids was a yeah, great Cyber, Cyber that was show. like a good, good math one. Too. I don't remember anything from it. I just remember it being good. It was really and what was the guy the the 
bad guy's name. It started with a Z. And I always think Zerg, and I know that that's from that's Toy Lightyear. Story. Yeah, I know it's from Toy Story, and I don't know why I think that every time, but it's kind of like the same. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm so glad I looked it up because I was totally butchering it. Um, you know, studies show that keeping a ladder inside the house is more dangerous than a loaded gun. That's why I own 10 guns, in case of some maniac tries to sneak in with a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's great. my philosophy. <laughs> oh, man. I kind of... I started watching that show, and I really liked it, especially because of the animation style. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I need to finish it, because I mm. feel like it's... like. Because you see little bits and pieces on social yeah. media and whatnot, but I feel like it's got a story that, like, it's got an actual backstory. Have For you, sure. Have you guys watched the regular show? Oh, yeah. I started watching Oh, you gotta finish it's it. It's anything but the regular show. It's, yeah, it's like, it's like everybody who made the show was on drugs. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then you've also got Adventure Time, which I think is actually... Worse. It runs in the same vein. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. You know, Adventure Time has actually got its final season coming out this year. See, Adventure Time is one of those things where, like, I'll... I've seen very little of it. Mostly memes. Mostly, a lot of memes, a lot of clips. Um, I watched a lot of the first season, but then it's like just bits and pieces all over the place. So I really need to sit down and actually just watch it through because I love the show. I love right. the animation style. Um, you know what's funny? And I know that for a fact that they have good, they have character development. And yeah. You like get invested in the Oh characters. yeah, for sure. Like at the end of the first season, because I did watch the first season, I was like, holy crap. Like stuff's going down. <laughs> Um, what's funny is that you can really tell about what shows that are aimed at kids are doing really well when you see people cosplaying them. Mm -hmm. Like, I see a lot of people cosplaying from Steven Universe. I see a lot of people cosplaying from Gravity Falls. Um, Finn and Jake. Yeah, Finn and Jake all the time. Um, regular show. Is that show called Fairy Godparents? What's it called? Oh, yeah, Fairly Fairy Oddparents. Fair, Fairly Oddparents. Yeah, Chris wants to cosplay something from that with his friend group. I guess they were all really into it when they were kids. Oh, I used and to now, like it, but I can't watch it anymore. I've never seen it. I have, I have no idea. And they're telling me, oh, you're going to be this character. I don't even remember the You know what's person, making a weird, like, meme resurgence? <clears throat> it's Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, that show was great. The, the movie the movie was great. The show was great too. I, I liked it then. I feel like oddly enough I I would like it more now just cuz of memes. You'd be like, "Yeah, ah, that's the meme." Yeah, exactly. Just picking memes <laughs> out of so the It's so ridiculous that show, but in the best way. And you know what's funny is that not many people know they had a show, a spin-off show afterwards that was just focused on Sheen and weird adventures with him. Yeah, in Planet fact, Sheen. Yeah, Planet Sheen because he ended up on like an alien planet and now they're playing on that whole trope where he's now a commodity, but he's actually like fits right in because he's so crazy that show was freaking hilarious was it yeah it was, i saw the first couple episodes and i was like okay because i had my doubts it's a bit like, rough after like the first three episodes it takes a while while to find itself right but once they're it taking does, a side character and they're trying to make him a main yeah and to be honest sheen wasn't exactly my favorite character in jimmy really? neutron yeah no i feel like he was my favorite he character. had moments but like eh. but then he had his own show and then once they really fleshed him out i was like this is freaking hilarious. I mm. liked his dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, you don't know who. <laughs> Ooh, um, the <laughs> freaking uh, the the kebab kid was like clap oh, clap Bulby. clap slaps. <laughs> you know, people say that Post Malone looks like Bulby. Who what? People Post people Malone. are saying that Post Malone looks like Bulby. <laughs> I have to see a comparison picture. You do. Now. You do. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Him. 
Jeez, but it's yeah. hilarious because he does look a tiny bit like that. But I love Post Malone anyway. So <laughs> it's kind of crazy though, like how. So you've got these categories of shows that are who are that are new that are like really reaching to all categories of ages. But then you've got these older shows that was only like good for kids, but like those kids have grown up now and still love it. And it's making it's like it's not an he adult does. show, but he looks. Oh just my like, gosh! All, right? all he needs to do is shave right? his beard. That's crazy. I love, <laughs> I love Post Malone. <laughs> look, look at this one. Even better. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, so that's bad. just creepy. <laughs> oh. Has he ever done like any references? Like, yeah, he's he's talked about. It. He's like, people say I look like Bulby from Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> Bul- he, Bulby he's like, is I'm just not like, is, he's such a, like a cameo character too. He's not even yeah. like a side character. Um, that's really funny. Um, yeah. What other shows like that we watch as kids that are like kind of like making? Is there any other shows that kind of making a resurgence now? Um, not really that I can think. I know of. it sounds weird, I've but watched- SpongeBob. Because, like, Spongebob, but Spongebob is weird because I it's... I never o- liked Spongebob. Okay. Spongebob lost its flavor. Because they hit a certain point where they they fell into... Because, you know, when you watch old Spongebob, that's old Spongebob. Yeah. And then they... Then slowly, they... At one point, they're just like, this is the new, more polished, brighter, dumb... Like, not dumbed down, but the, the animation's, simplified. like, less scratchy. Oh, got gotcha. Simplified. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's kind of where it just died off for me. Mm-hmm. But then also, like, you'd be lying if it didn't. A good portion of our memes didn't come from SpongeBob oh, nowadays. Oh my oh, gosh! It's, it's like friggin' meme culture there. <laughs> it's I don't know why, like, because I everybody love the memes. knows it and everybody can relate to it. That's why. Okay, yeah, that's true. I think that's kind of the SpongeBob. As much as I hate to admit, it has to be the quintessential kids show that's transcended a kids show. Status. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I think. That kind of ushered in, like, SpongeBob ushered in the era for shows like Adventure Time and Regular Show and all these other things that have a following way well, they, beyond their main were, demographic. When did, when did they start, though? They started, like, forever, like, like 2000? 2000? I thought it was earlier than that. Maybe. Um, I was thinking, like, mid-90s. When did SpongeBob air? I'm asking Google. The first episode of SpongeBob SquarePants was on May 1st, 1999. See? Wow. That's 11 days before my birthday. Whoa. Wait, what was the year? 1999. That was one year after I was born. Whoa. I was born Still. in 1998. Trippy, trippy, trippy. <laughs> what? It's like one It's like one year older than I that's wasn't what, what. That's wasn't what I w- was questioning. Trippy? <laughs> trippy, trippy, trippy. Is that, a sa- is that saying? No, that's just... Kenzie talk. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the Ken's talk, yo. No, no. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty that, lame. That, that Kenzie lingo. <laughs> I'm so, I'm like in freaking mom zone already from working with so many kids. I'm like, Guys. <laughs> it's bad. What? What? Teen Titans. <laughs> yes. Teen that, Titans. Okay, I've let's talk about people. this show. But Teen Titans is more towards teens, though. No. Yeah. No. I watched them when I was a kid. No, no I know, but as far as the demographic that that was. I don't feel like that though. Okay, go, 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 go. That show don't question him. is Mm-mm. one of the best shows I've ever watched. That's fair, hands down. And it's gonna don't call me out on this because I don't remember a lot. <laughs> the characters developed, funny. You get attached to them. Their backgrounds fleshed out so well. Like you, like when something bad happens to them, because event, because it. Like all great shows, it starts off light and then it gets super freaking heavy. Mm. 
when you see like them come up against their worst fears in life and then you feel super connected with them because because you like start to fear with them you're like holy crap this is actually happening yeah uh and you know the bad guys come out and they're like you have to confront them um Mm, what are we talking about? <laughs> Teen Titans. Teen Titans. Teen Titans. Um, you, you keep getting higher up in your chair the more excited you get. I'm sorry. I love this show. I have to rewatch it now. He's really like, getting high. Oh my god. <laughs> but no, like the. That's a show that anyone can appreciate. Anyone can appreciate yeah. it. Each character has their own unique dynamic backstory. The villains have backstories. The villains interact with the different villains. They interact with the heroes sometimes. Um, the comedy is out the wazoo. It's great. The the it's just such such a good show. And there's action. I gotta watch the show now. You I'm said wazoo. You said wazoo, Titans. and I'm getting over the hedge yeah. flashbacks. Did what? you ever watch that over uh, the hedge? I bought. Is that the one with the no, over the hedge? Eh, that's I that's feel the like one with the raccoon, he said, right? He's like, over the, the hedge is like, comedy yeah. to me that isn't well thought out, and they just I trash don't like it. Trash humor. It was mm. so We're talking dumpster fired trash shows. Literally trash, trash I don't. Oh, yeah. Well, I watched it with Chris. He's like, oh, look, you're the squirrel. And I was like, gee, thanks, man. See, that that's the thing about, like, Phineas Ferb the- and all these other shows, is that there's freaking thought put into these jokes, and it's freaking clever, unlike stuff like freaking cash Brand grabs, like, over the hedge. Yeah. And like, don't get me wrong, cash grabs are great when used appropriately. Yeah. But, like, fine. you can't just be like, ha, ha, ha. Balls. Um, yeah, or just like, <laughs> haha, poop joke. Kids will like it. Exactly. Um, <laughs> they do love it though. Like, at work. Oh my god, it's so bad. The you know Boss Baby, right? That just came out. The what? Boss Baby. Oh, oh yeah. I know. I haven't watched it. I actually, I came home to you Chris know watching it by himself. Now. What? Which my, I came home to Chris watching it by himself. It was kind of sad. But anyway, <laughs> so I'm at work and they're all trying to, they're all quoting this movie. They're always quoting these new kid movies and they're all just like, huh, hold on to your diaper. And they're just like, hold on to your diaper, guys. Like over and over again. I'm like, oh, I can guess where that just came stop. from. Yeah. And it's like, oh, all they want to hear <laughs> are poop jokes. Uh, they have the in worst my defense, In their defense, poop jokes are great. They're okay? really funny. They're timeless. See, my dad, my dad <laughs> used to say, jokes are timeless. Without, without <laughs> fail, to get us to laugh when we were kids, all my dad would say was poop on a stick. And we would just lose it. We would lose it. Like, that's all it took. He's like, she's like, hey, guys. He's like, hey, guys. Poop on a stick. And we'd no, just be rolling just on the floor. Freaking poop jokes are the crappiest. Well, you know. Well, you just slam someone for bad writing. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Puns are the quintessential of great no. thought-out no. jokes. No. They're not greatly thought out with you, though. They're on the floor. Sometimes they are. But yeah, I laughed jokes a lot awesome. more when I first met you him. You do need well so thought out jokes. You need a balance. Yeah. <laughs> He's been better though. When I first met him, it was like off the wall, and everybody hated oh, his guts because of it. Well, I'm now <laughs> cr- infected really. Chris. I, I tried so. being stuck in a cabin. What? Eat it. I've affected Chris. So. Yeah. Well, when they were living together, Chris started making more puns, oh. which was sometimes bad. Well, we mm. well, we could talk about poop jokes forever, but <laughs> I oh think we'll God. cap it off here. Um, thanks for joining us, fam. Um, it's been great. Um, yeah. Thanks for joining us, Noah and Kenzie, for the first time. No mm. problem. They will see you in the future. Mm. Yeah. The first lady of the podcast. Mm, first lady. <laughs> like, you can have as your status. First lady of Inconceivable. Oh, what do <laughs> I get? What? What do I get? First. Um, I'm thinking really hard. Um, uh, curly hair? Curly hair? Yeah. 
curls? No, I have curls. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, I can't be something, William. <laughs> oh. oh no. Right. Right. I'm gonna you cry now. <laughs> I can't. End, like, why you gotta make me end it on that note? The show's bad. Don't watch it. He's <laughs> like, you know what's trash? This show. <laughs> I'm out. Please, you, know, you know what's trash? This freaking show right here. <laughs> <The> tyrant chair. <laughs> you really <laughs> Addicted to love? Get ready to binge your heart out. Stream exclusive originals plus the entire 90-day universe for just $4.99. Discovery Plus is the streaming home of relationships, plus so much more. Start your free trial. Enjoy! Thanks. E order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru. Tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it.